Wakey Wakey Upper East Podcasters. It's a new day and there's no more politicians trying to get with teens. But who's going to run our country? Hmm, I think men doing that all by themselves. Mm, okay. I'm C. I'm S. And we're Castle Girls. Why is she answering? Where is she answering? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Castle Girls. <laughs> and we are here talking about this very white show as two women of color. Yes. Ugh. So Gossip white. white. No. <laughs> I hope not. Gossip. White girls. What if they called the show White Girls? I mean, basically. Yeah. <laughs> white girl. Oh, no. Uh, this week is episode 13, season three. The Hurt Locket. Which is from the 2010? Yeah, I think it's 2010 movie, The Hurt Locket. Hurt Locker. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Hurt it's fine. Lo- it's fine. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that. I never saw the movie, but I don't like Jeremy Renner. I don't know what he did to me, but something about him just makes me grind my teeth. I don't know who Jeremy Renner is. He was. Was he in that movie I just watched? Oh, yeah. He plays Hawkeye in the Avengers movies. Something about that guy just makes me, just pisses me off in a way that I can't. Because he looks like someone, but he isn't that person. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Something about that guy just like pisses me off in a way that I can't describe or understand. Who does he look like? He looks like someone that is also a famous actor, but he isn't that actor, but he looks like like Matt Damon? I don't know. I don't think it's Matt Damon. Because also Matt Damon pisses me off, but I know Matt Damon sucks though. He does suck. But like there's like no inexplicable reason why I dislike Jeremy Renner. I just do. That makes sense. I think I think I, I inherited this like trait from my mother she like hates certain people like she hates jim carrey she hates tim allen like she hates them and every fire i don't understand why she hates them she just does well, and i think tim allen sucks exactly but like this is before oh. we found out like she just always hated him like just flat out she barely wanted me to watch toy story because he was in it yeah okay yeah exactly but i also feel the same way about jimmy renner can't explain my hatred for him but it just grinds my teeth Anyway, not about Jimmy Renner. No, he's not on the show. He's not on the show. Please don't contact us. Please don't add us at all. Uh, what's the Netflix description of the episode, Soups? Chuck tracks the woman that he saw at his father's grave. Jenny agrees to help Damien. Nate and Serena get friendly. Yeah, they do. Oh, my God. Nate and Serena. Serenate. Serenate. Oh, so boring. They're so boring. They're They're so, so in the last episode, the, yeah. the very end of the last episode, we saw Nate sleeping in Serena's hospital room because of what's his face trip drip like, just drip drip just like leaving her stranded in the middle of nowhere because he's an asshole as we all know yeah and left her for dead essentially yeah like yeah. that's kind of what happened he was what like fuck he moved her body her. yeah moved her body to the driver's seat and she's like oh, hope she's okay it's I, fine i'll call the police right like, i call the police oh, really my guy yeah really that he's is does not condone not what you guy. did at all i'm so. very glad he's not in the show for now, for, I think indeed. he's like he's back for an episode. He's well, we might see him. Yeah, we might see him. But as remember. far as it's season, it's season closer for him. Yeah. So on that note, bye bye so, drip. Yeah, bye bye drip. Bye right. bye drippy. So inexplicably, yeah. Serena and Nate have started dating. We do not know how. Well, I mean, it was like, inevitable. Yeah, but like, I like to know couples' first kisses on TV shows. Like for sure. Like I the mean, way they start their relationship, I feel yeah. like it's always fun to watch that. Like totally. how it happens. Like we don't know how it happened. It's just like they're dating now. <laughs> what are you doing here? Oh, hey. gosh, you weren't supposed to be here until tomorrow. I know. My grandfather got sick of watching me text you, so he had the plane bring me home early. <laughs> oh, remind me to send him a gift.
Well, I should go. I left the driver downstairs waiting with the bag so I could surprise you, but tomorrow, though, right? Yes, our first official date. <laughs> I've been thinking, Anna, and I really think that we should try to take this slow. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Okay. Dating. I think like after the heroic, you know, turn of events that happened last week and she like and she like saw him for who he was and then you know he was there, he planted he is he stayed there. put. He He's, was there, he was just there. All along. Yeah. And she's she's finally always in him. the background lurking. Indeed. Just being, you know <laughs> secretly in love with her for five years. Just being present. Like that's <laughs> like, cause, cause, That is exactly how I describe Nate. He is there. He is present. present. <laughs> <laughs> And so she's like, oh, he's been there all on. And so now they are a couple. They're yeah. together now. And as, as and we said with before, it. with um, Serena, she uh, enjoys, she has crushes on men who have crushes on her. So it yeah. is like almost always like reciprocated on her end. For sure. It's, she's, she's with people who that's convenient. Yes. Because. He likes her now. Yeah. So she's riding that wave. And um, yeah, so they're together. Yes. We, I don't know how we feel about it yet. Uh, I feel, I don't, I don't have an opinion about it. Cause yeah. It's so boring. It's like, yeah. like, like, as you were saying before, Nate is only interesting when he's dating Vanessa. Yes. And he's dating Serena now, who is also very boring. She's so boring. And, well, she, I, I guess she, she has more depth than Nate does, but like, Barely. She's, like together they're very boring. They're like so, so basic. Yeah. I think like they, they cancel, they cancel each other's interesting parts out. Yes. And so they're just kind of just like there. They're yeah, and like her favorite condiment is mayonnaise. I will never forget that. This is real. Oh I, my I mean, gosh, I love, I love it. Ah, like, uh, still, it's true. Yeah. So uh, they're they're just starting out in their relationship, and yeah. we feel nothing about it. We don't. But you know, Nate is having. You know, he's talking to about to Dan. He's like, yeah, me and Serena are finally together. Dan, Serena's ex boyfriend. Yeah, but you know what. He gets he get he deserves that a little bit because Dan's been like oh Vanessa, oh, Vanessa, <laughs> and you know, of course Nate is Vanessa's ex, so like whatever. Yeah, he he deserves to get a little taste of his own medicine hearing about you know Nate talking about Serena. Yeah, for Serena. Sure. Oh, so that's, how, that's, how, that's how he was. That's how men talk about their. Uh, oh my god i was on the train when like a couple weeks ago and i heard these two men talking about the women that they were dating yikes and i'm sorry i'm nope. sorry for you just just wait oh, no. uh so so then should i take a sip of water for this sure okay so one guy um was like oh yeah you know like i just started seeing this woman i think we're gonna be monogamous soon based on how like dating this week goes and the other guy starts like respectfully talking about the woman that he was dating and like he's like oh yeah we met like two years ago and like she was dating this other guy but then i talked to him and like saw how they both felt about it and it was they were like both really respectful and talking about women i was like oh my god where am i whoa i wasn't it expecting was that wild i know Plot twist. It was a wild story. <laughs> Plot Anyways, twist. They were decent human beings. It was so Who saw strange. that coming? I was like, I was like on edge and like ready to like punch someone, but like they didn't. They Isn't didn't do that it. sad though that we can't? We're so expectant to have men just like exploit us. Oh, especially when I just like just now when I said I heard two two guys talking about women. Like you know where your head immediately jumped oh, to like absolutely. something assholey. For sure. Like, okay, I'm ready to, you know, expect the worst. Yes. Um, so yeah. Um that was nice though. That's... Yeah, it was a really it was a really nice anecdote. Mm -hmm. It was it was really sweet, like to hear him talk about it. It was just like really sweet. Like one of them seemed really in love with his girlfriend and like the other one was like, Yeah, I really like her, but like we haven't spent enough time together for me to know. Aww. And I think I'm about to delete all my dating apps. And I was like, Oh my god, that's so precious. <laughs> I hope that she feels the same way. I know. <laughs> 
forget any of their names, but um, if you're out there, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you've deleted all your dating apps, yes, I can only assume his name is Michael. I mean, or Chris. Yes. It must be one of those. Yeah, I mean, come on, we live in Chicago. Every every other person's name's Chris. And Chris so. or Michael. It's true. Um, on that note, uh, Dan is like telling Nate about his. I'm um, sorry, reverse that. Nate's telling Dan about Serena, and Serena is talking about her new relationship to Blair. Nate's ex. Nate's ex. Wow. Because everybody has fucked everybody on the show. Yeah. Like, it's super incestuous. It's really hard for uh, to keep up who hasn't White had sex yet. White people have sex with each other. At different times with different people, but within the same group is what they should call Gossip Girl. Totally. That entire title. Yeah. Okay. I think it's really weird that they go go to their exes for relationship advice. Like, I mean, I guess it makes sense on some level because they know what it's like to be in a relationship with that person. So, like, obviously you would go to that person. I still think it's weird. Yeah. Because, like. Like, how do I date your ex? Yeah, it's weird. To have, it's almost like a, like a dummy guide to date each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just kind of takes away the illusion a little bit of when you get to know somebody. But then yeah. also, but then these two people have known each other for so long individually. Yeah, absolutely. And like so. they've known each other for like, I don't know, Nate going to Dan is like a little bit strange because he's known Serena since they were children. He's known Dan for like two years. Right. And they've been friends for one. Right. And then vice versa. Well, not so much with Blair, but yeah, but, Blair, but also Blair has known Nate for a very long time. And she's time. dated Nate for a really long time. Right. So it's just, it's weird. It's very strange. But also the advice they got from each other is terrible. <laughs> like, it's terrible. So Nate's like... <laughs> uh, you know, and Dan's like, you know, you have to get up from air, you know, you have to, you know, give some separation, you know. You gotta, yeah, like you gotta, Serena's all in all the time, like right. always. You gotta like, you know, get some, you know, get some distance. Whereas, um, whereas um, Blair is telling Serena, you gotta make him jealous. Yeah. To keep him interested. <laughs> and he's like, Just like, what? Because like, you know, Nate, you know, Serena's like, there's no games between me and Nate. She's like, there's always games. I Everyone know. plays games. They just play it differently. And Nate Blair. definitely plays a game. And so they get... Awful advice from their past exes or whatever. Their exes. He loves games. No one loves, especially not Nate. Like Nate hates games, which is why he's, he's bad not at a them. He's, he's so bad at them. He's, he's so bad. bad. He loses games. all the games. Yeah, he's terrible at them. That's why he doesn't play. Oh, he's so stupid. He barely can play lacrosse. <laughs> Poor guy. Or soccer, oh. or whatever the fuck they played. I, I think know. he played both of those. Yeah. I think in the books he played lacrosse, and in the in the in the show he plays soccer. Yeah. So uh, Nate like. So they have this kind of interaction that's exactly what Nate or Dan and Blair just told them. Um, oh, Dan and Blair. Um, so th- like Nate's like, hey, Serena, like, I don't know. Maybe we should cool it a bit, blah, blah, blah. And Serena's like, what the fuck? And then she – so earlier in the episode, she she met Damien, who she knows from, like – Boarding school. Yeah, boarding school. And so, like – Yeah, they ran to her on the street, and she's like, oh, my God, Damien Oligard, I think his name is, or his yeah, name. and gives a bunch of, like, exposition on his character, mm-hmm. like, in a really – like very obvious way right and so she she's like hmm i need to make nate jealous so she calls damien yeah to go with her to a inexplicable ball for the french ambassador yeah so like relation tip don't listen to your friend's exes no about anything because they're probably jealous yeah i mean it's not, i'm not saying that these people are sabotaging but they could be. but they probably are they could be this is blair this is dan they sabotage. They're not. They're not good at this. They're not. They're. I mean, they are, but they're not. They're not good at giving advice. They're no. terrible people giving advice from. Yeah. You don't trust them in general. I definitely not. But yeah, relationship. Don't listen to them. Yeah. Funny enough, Don Dan Blair. Oh, anyway. Oh. <sighs> anyway. 
A girl can only dream. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so Nate, when he gets wind of this, he is not not happy about this at all. No, he's like, he's like, how dare you try to make? Like, he, he's like, I don't, uh, I don't want you going to this thing with another guy. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's 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 very boring. Honestly, it's so boring. Yeah, exactly. Like the fact that this is the main plot line they have to the thing is like their relationship is so boring they had just started dating and they're already having issues that they have to and they have to like manufacture like i guess a roadblock yeah so nate is very upset he's very jealous the fact that damien now is part in the picture because of reasons damien fuck is damien damien's the guy from the omen i thought people stopped naming their children damien after that movie My friend, my friend, um, her dad told her that people stopped naming their kids Damien after the omen and she believed him. That's hilarious. <laughs> and that's my favorite story of all time. That's hilarious. It's so bad. Oh, man. So let's talk about Basshole. Basshole. Oh, yeah. The, He's got the, a mystery. The Ooh. title of this episode, The Hurt Locket, is because last week he found a locket at his father's grave. Yeah. It is a mystery. It is a mystery. Mystery locket. A hurt locket. Ugh. That's so bad. It's so bad. There's so many other things you could do. Okay, let's let's brainstorm better names. Mm. <sighs> locket. What, um, what words? I don't know. This is... Brainstorming um, is not our best. No. But I was thinking of um, something that one song about the star in your pocket. Um, Catch a falling a star and, and put it in your locket. locket. Yeah, that would have been fun. Um... Something that rhymes with locket besides pocket. A uh, locket full of sunshine. I got a locket, locket full of sunshine. I got, <laughs> I got a person that I know that is all mine. I know. I love that song. Oh my god, I know it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, so he he he's like being very coy about this. So yeah. he he is very intrigued by this mystery woman. Yeah. I mean, it's there's a lot to be said. Basshole, you know, his mother died upon birth, as far as he knows. Mm-hmm. And now his father's gone. Well, his father's been gone over a year now, and so like the fact that all this stuff is coming up is bringing things that he thought he put in the past in the past. Yeah, and that's coming to the surface and feelings that he thought he buried a long time ago. Indeed, like everything else. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's investigating he has his uh andrew tyler is back oh my again. god his, his fucking ret- like his pi person has a retainer andrew tyler andrew fucking tyler and so he he tells blair he's like you know what it's nothing she like i don't even care but i don't even care i don't even care and blair's i like, don't care i don't believe you but okay and so he's investigating on his own end and he yeah. so i think this is my favorite part of it so he he has a locker locker wow the locket and he goes to a jeweler who like who's like oh i know that locket i sold it to bought bass not in a british accent but I don't it know. was essentially a british accent yeah. though it was like the very, way he like, was uh, talking it was very pretentious it's very transatlantic kind of accent yes and it's like okay this is you're doing the most right now yeah yeah and so like he so chuck's like well i need to know who like so just one month prior uh, that locket was given to that jeweler for repair magically, obviously, because, you know, as, as one does with lockets that we don't wear, you uh, you uh, get them repaired every so often. I don't know. And so he's like, oh, I don't who's who gave you this? And uh, the jeweler's like, oh, I sold that to Bart Bass years ago. And he's like, yeah, but who 
who gave you this for repair? And he's like, oh, it's this person named Elizabeth Fisher. Thanks for the money, Chuck. And so, like, he just gives her all this information, or gives him all this information about um, the person who... Well, he was a little... Sus- he, he, like, he definitely restrained for a little bit. Like, I can give that. It's confidential. It was, like, two seconds of restraint. Yeah, but also, like, I love the idea of, like... Um, jewel, like I jewelers know. having like a confidentiality clause, like really, no, my guy. No, you that don't. You're not a doctor. No, There's no HIPAA. And also, like, this what are is you doing? Chuck, this is Chuck, who's like Bart's son, right? But also, like, it just feels so arbitrary to have, like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, I get it, kind of, because like, jewels, I guess with like with rich people, but, yeah. But also, uh, no. But it just, it just seems like it just seems like this like this small man has like some kind of authority he's like flexing it a little bit mm-hmm. and like okay this is dumb whatever yeah. i i kind of i kind of feel it from like you know when you're when you're doing things and you're getting paid a lot of money for it like you want to continue to receive that money yeah and so like if you're telling everyone's secrets like who's going to come to you anymore i guess That's but funny. also he's being kind of like a yeah, I mean, granted, I feel like most of his clientele are men who are giving jewels yeah. to their to their side pieces, not their wives. Yes. So I guess there is a like side kind of... piece for my side piece. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's probably why it's like confidentiality. Okay. You know, they were married. He just boned her on the side, gave her a locket, and um, he like also like kind of made it seem like Bart gives that gift to a lot of women he had yeah. seen at that time. So, interesting. So, who knows? So, I don't know. Is it maybe like a long chain of women who belong, who also had lockets? Or is it like one in a lifetime? Bart Bass is so gross. He was okay. gross. Yeah. Past tense. Yeah, he's dead. Sorry. <laughs> he, Bart Bass can come to the now. Why? Because he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was that was some masterful wordplay. Thank you. <laughs> it's amazing. Did you just think of that just now? Is I that... did. It just it just came upon us. Wow, amazing. Yeah, it is so. like I've never heard that phrase before. I know it's quite. Can't the come phrase. to the phone right now because he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> My God. So um, he so he does track down Elizabeth Fisher and he gets her address yeah. which is a hotel OBS obviously because Be- everyone lives in hotels in New York City I mean yeah I mean rich. why yeah why would you buy a house you stay somewhere and have the people yeah. take care of you you have to buy you have to like pay for housekeeping anyway yeah. might as well go with the building <laughs> oh my god so um, rich he- people logic is very confusing is it though no <laughs> it's pretty simple you just have money yeah <laughs> and why everything will work itself money? out yeah, and everything will get all fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. So he waits and stalks Elizabeth Fisher. Yeah, because that's what he's good at. He's all the years of him stalking these individual women. Oh Blair, my god! Every other hooker, whatever he like, sex worker he's, he's you know seen yeah. in the past has led him to this moment. Like he has been preparing for this for a <laughs> long time. Stalk Elizabeth. The, the movie title would be called Stalking Elizabeth Fisher. <laughs> oh, obviously. <laughs> The chuck the 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 colon, colon. the chucking basshole so, story. Yeah, so uh, he's been stalking and waiting for Elizabeth to show up, and he blows off Blair for brunch, which is offensive. Yeah, and he, I don't know, brunch is fantastic. I might be going to brunch this weekend, it's and I'm like super there, excited. There's a subplot to this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you just say you might be going to brunch this weekend and you're excited? I have it is to... Monday, sure. <laughs> I know, but also I haven't been to brunch in a minute and I'm so excited. I love brunch so much. I haven't been to brunch it's since Monday. I know, but we haven't been I haven't been to brunch since we went to brunch in in Brooklyn. That's the last time I went to what? brunch, I know. Oh wait. That's that tower. I don't think I've been to brunch either, have I? Oh, I went to brunch once after like tennis, I think. 
Not me, though. Yeah. I haven't been a brunch in a long time. We are recording this on Martin Luther King's birthday, which I feel like is appropriate that we're going to just, like, sl- slander a bunch of white people. I feel like Martin Luther King would be very happy about it. Because <laughs> we're not, like, we're not, like, physically hurting anybody. We're being peaceful about it. We're just slandering white people, which is, you know, the best. I don't I don't know if he promoted nonviolence. He did. He was a pacifist. Was he? Yes. Oh. Historically. I think, I thought I remember, like, him reading okay i'm just like remembering wrong but like i thought he was like in certain situations it's fine to like go to violence i mean he which, like, i agree with he, he like essentially he was talking about like how um protests are um you know violence or riots are a cry for like you know injustice and blah 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 but he um i'm definitely paraphrasing martin luther king but okay, let's <laughs> let's not let's not do that i don't know okay i feel like we're just gonna get a bunch of shit talked about like we don't know anything whatever it's fine yeah, i do that I, I know it's things yeah. he's a pacifist historically he's a pacifist and he like walked and he got beat up you know for a lot of things but he did not he wasn't throwing punches people threw punches yeah at yeah him. yeah exactly so um anyway on that note it is monday and i'm excited for brunch plans that's happening this weekend yes i love brunch and blair deserved brunch and yes. she got she got Blair stood deserves up. anything besides chucking Basshole. This is fair. And so Basshole bad. stood her up for brunch. How dare he? How, How fucking dare. dare he? Yeah. To stalk some lady he doesn't even know. Who might be his mom? Maybe. We don't know. We don't know anything. Chuck, is that you? Ugh. Yeah, she she also has a weird British accent. It sounds almost transatlantic, actually. Yeah, it sounds like she's from 1940. Yeah, no, but like there's also like a there's also like a it's hint like, of like foreign. Like, it, yes. like it's it's like a French accent. I'm not sure. Is it? It sounds like it, it sounds like a cross between. She sounds, she, sounds like, she sounds like an expat who like was from France or like from some European country and has been in the United States for a long time, but she is not born here yeah she's definitely like i mean like she has an accent like moved of some sort. here when she was 16 or something yeah she definitely like feels 10. like right but it's definitely some she's you know definitely some go between between yeah yeah anyway she has a very odd accent not it's, sure how to read it yeah it's 19 it, it sounds like she's from the 1940s to me like that's what it sounds like it sounds yeah. and she like she um so her character like dresses like she sounds like she's, or she's from the 1940s and also sounds like it and it feels like she's just from a different time and so is she a time traveler is she is she? We don't know. We don't know. She could be a time she, traveler. Yeah, like she looks very young. She too does. young. Too young to be to be Chuck's mom. Indeed, mm. but also like I mean, I feel like anybody who's over the age of twenty five could be a mom on Gossip That's Girl. True. And then you die at forty. Yeah. <laughs> Time to die. Time, Time to die. <laughs> Tartine Gramercy. Uh. So yeah. So uh. So there's another subplot to this uh, episode that I don't really understand slash remember why, but. So Blair is trying to meet someone who Chuck is supposed to introduce her to. Oh, so. Do you know what that was? Yes. I don't remember what that was. So the, um, is the, it like, uh, Table de Terre. Who's, oh. So Table de Terre. Le Terre. Yeah, the Table de Terre. Remember this from like episode three of the season? Yeah, when she was trying. So she thought she got an invitation to it and it was actually Georgina playing a prank on her. Right. But now this guy, he is the charter. Mem- he's a he's a president of the charter for like, I think the whole thing. Yeah. The whole kid in Kabul. I think so. And, and so, so like she wants to talk to him, corner him essentially, so she can persuade him to open a chapter in New York. Yeah. For NYU. Yeah. So the the there's like a, a ball 
in this episode. Well, where the, 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 the French. The like, French ambassadors, yeah. ballers, something like that. Right. And so he's going to be there. And so for some reason, Chuck knows him. And she's like, please introduce me to him, Chuck. And he's like, fine, whatever. Also, I have to go now and do these things that are not stalking Elizabeth Fisher. Right. I'm not I stalking anybody. I am not stalking her. I'm not stalking anybody. I'm explicitly, explicitly, ugh. Explicitly, wow, that took so long. I am explicitly not stalking anyone right now. Yeah, definitely not Elizabeth Fisher. Yeah, I'm just doing me. I'm just doing my business. Yeah, being a businessman because I'm a businessman. Business, I do business. I'm nineteen. I'm a nineteen-year-old businessman. Daddy gave me so much money. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So. So then he ends up. So Chuck, Chucking Basshole, ends up meeting with Elizabeth, and um, she's like, oh. Uh, that wasn't me that you saw at the grave. I don't know you. I I only dated Bart for like one minute, like back in the nineteen fifties. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm not. I, I don't know her. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> just like Mariah Carey gift putting glasses on. I don't know her. Essentially, it's more like like, do I know you? Sorry, it was very emotional night for me. I was crying a lot. I thought you were. I thought you were Chuck. I don't know who you are. Who's Chuck? Yeah, Who's and so Elizabeth like, Fisher. I'm not Elizabeth she, Fisher. Who are you talking about? She what? literally what? 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 saw Chuck at the the gravestone. She looked at him, said Chuck, Chuck? Yeah. question mark, and then she ran away. And so she knows. So she saw him in the dark and knew who he was. And uh, she's just being real sus right now. Oh yeah. And but like she also brought like the right flowers, like the the marigolds or something. Yellow like, roses. Yeah, so there's a bunch of thinking face emoji going on with this woman. So we don't know who she is, what her deal is, or why she's being so cagey. Indeed. But something is afoot, for sure. Something a mystery us. is afoot. Mm-hmm. A let's mystery. get our magnifying glasses and like, get on the case. Oh, my God. I would love to do that. Yes. Let's be all Sherlock CBN. about it. Sherlock. <gasps> Everyone, we're high-fiving. I can't reach your hand. We did it. We okay. hurt, we uh, we high five Sherlock, which is a better title than the actual one, too. Could have been the, Sher- the, the Sherlocker. Damn, that would have been good. For the title sure, of the lock it. Sure, lock it. Maybe. Who cares? Um, anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, there are no lockers in this episode. <laughs> no one goes to school because you know why. Yeah, exactly. School is for fools. <laughs> um, school is for teens. Teens, and I guess they're not teens anymore, including Jenny. Yeah. Who we never see in class anymore. No, Jenny. Like, I don't even know what she's up to. But, like, so De- Jenny is... Okay, so the Jenny part of the storyline, she has become caught up in a relationship, some sort of like drug dealing relationship, not a romantic relationship, with Damien, who knows Serena. And uh, Damien, um, we found out from Serena's really bad and explicit exposition that he was an all around good boy in high school and he was like, you know captain of the football team and like got straight A's and like did really good at writing essays and also I think had a crush on Serena or something they spent oh, yeah. the night together or something like that and it's obvious that the, that he has wanted to bone Serena for a long time he's yeah. never been with her and you can tell like he's put her on a pedestal so seeing her out in the wild is like wow you haven't changed a bit if anything you look better yeah yeah you're so hot I want to just bone you yeah, in the street. Yeah, there was definitely some weirdness happening there that I don't trust. I don't like Damien. He just like, like has a real either. smarmy like vibe look to him. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so Jenny is in uh like some sort of drug dealing relationship with him. Um, again, not, not romantic, but they're like they're hanging out in her bedroom by themselves and not like doing it. But I guess they're like sorting pills. I guess. It's never clear where the pills come from, just that they exist. Yeah. The thing is, is the, the, so the, the the conundrum that 
Damon finds himself in is that he has to get the pills into this event because the person who's being honored, the ambassador's daughter, it's her birthday. Oh, yeah. And it's she... her 18th birthday, and she bought a bunch of pills, and he... You know, trying to figure out how to get them in there. Yes. Her daughter's going to be at this dinner. Yeah, but her father's got her under 24-hour surveillance, which means her guards will be on her at all times. Well, I could meet her in the ladies' room. I bet they don't follow her in there. Or we could switch handbags. You, you need to understand, this is a state dinner, which means there's security everywhere. All bags will be searched. I, the problem is not getting the package to Violette. It's getting the package in in the first place. I can wear it. I can make this, only in mine the packets won't be empty. You put the pills in the jacket. Yeah, I wear it to the dinner, check it, and then Violette and I switch coat check tags. I take her coat. And she'll leave with yours. It's not bad. Not bad? Come on, it's brilliant. <laughs> so Jenny... Very smart girl. The thing is, like, we forget that Jenny's actually brilliant. Yeah. She's super smart. And she's looking and she's like... Damien still does not see this. He's like, oh, you're like just a like a, a teen that's tagging along for all these drug exploits. Yeah. And she's like, no, actually, I have a brain. Yeah. And she uses it and she's like, wait a minute. How about she wears them? Yeah. Wears the drugs. And so apparently she is going to be debuting some new fashion lines um, jacket that has, like, little studs all over it's kind of like bedazzled it's actually kind of hideous it's but... so horrible it's a bolero jacket do you remember those oh god we'll yeah. talk about the fashion we'll talk about like... this fashion but this fashion is part of the plot yeah and so she said we can put them in the little we can make it i can make the exact same dress make a replica of it but instead of having the little studs on it it'll be with pills and yes. then we can just trade them in the coat check or whatever like that and then it's in, and he's like that could work and she's like it's brilliant mother- mug it's I mean, she didn't say that but she's like, it's brilliant what you, what'd you say? I almost said it's brilliant, motherfucker. It's really smart. <laughs> yeah, she says that. She says it's brilliant, motherfucker. Yeah, she does say that. Um, at least the conviction of that. Yeah. And he's like, you're right. Cool. She's like, and so uh, Jenny is like trying to, you know, get to get in the party. Like, does not mean come to the party? Yeah. I hang out. And he's like, actually, I have a date I'm going with Serena. She's like, Serena? She's dating Nate. He's like, yeah. well, no, so I don't have concern because uh, that's my shit. She's going up with me. So, oh, my God. And so, like, Jenny is so mad because she's like, this is my idea. Like, I thought of this amazing idea to do this drug deal. I should be able to see it through. Yeah. And so she, like, she wants to wear I want to be my Paul Escobar. Let me be my Paul Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be my drug dealer. Come on. Oh, my God. What an w- amazing thing to aspire to. <laughs> Let me be Scarface. Come on. I deserve this. She wants to see her drug dealer go. I mean, granted, it's it's a beautiful idea. And yeah. She deserves to see it through. Even as for, you know, pills. Yeah. She's she's smart. She could apply those talents elsewhere. So many things. Literally so many things. Yeah. So uh, we do you want to talk about... Rufus, or do you yeah, want to talk let's about Rufus. Okay, so Rufus in this episode, um, he's uh, still getting advice from that uh, that local hot mom, as we talked about in last episode. She's the the woman of color who lives on the twenty fourth floor and uh, told him about being a trophy husband, right? Because he he's he's living in Brooklyn now. Yeah, he went back to he went back to the loft. He's staying in the he like went off on vacation because this is like. Um, this is the episode. Apparently, ev- everyone came home from vacation. 
Oh yeah, it's the first episode. This, yeah, this is the first episode of the year. So like, this is like two, three, it's like it's twenty ten yeah. now. So like, this is kind of like everybody catching up. And so he went on the road with his boys from Lincoln Hawk and was hanging out while um, Jenny and Dan were visiting uh, their mother in Hudson for yes. the holidays. So like, that's kind of like the kind of the scene, just where we are as far as um, the 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 season is. Mm-hmm. And um, Rufus is now staying in the loft. He hasn't told Lily that he's back. From the vacation or whatever, <sighs> and because he is pissed about what happened with um, the letter that he, the marine gave him, and which Lily's, makes sense, right? So Lily doesn't really know what happened to yeah. Rufus. She, he, uh, she doesn't know that he knows what happened in the letter. Yeah, he and uh, he is not returning her phone calls. Yeah, and Rufus still doesn't really know. Like we don't even know what happened between Lily and William Vanderwoodson when she was visiting him for what, like why she was there, like what she said and why he sent her a letter. But um, we, we only assume that he, she cheated. Like that's what Rufus is operating under the assumption that she cheated on him. Right. Like I think the contents um, as far as we have surmised is that they had spent some time together. Yes. But we don't know what that entailed. Yeah. So uh, what happens is like they, they kind of like come to a head and Lily's like, he's like, you know, after getting advice from the hot mom and like the hot mom says, Oh, you know, like, yeah, these people cheat all the time. It's just who they are. You give up your independence and like to, to to fall in love, and like this just happened. Like, there's countless number of mistresses that my husband had, and Rufus is like, "What? Lily and I love each other." Oh, I didn't know that was a thing on the Upper East Side. And so then, like, he he confronts Lily about it, and he's like, "Did you, like, did you see William Vanderwoodson?" And she's like, "What?" I don't and then he goes like did you sleep together and she's like well we kissed but that's it and Rufus is like I'm done I was exhausted I was scared I thought my mother was going to die he's a doctor he knew people that could help her I had to seek him out I already knew about Cece being sick and I know that she got better and I'm not gonna sit here for another hour while you talk around this thing what do you want me to tell you Tell me that you weren't with him while I was home taking care of our kids. Tell me that you didn't sleep with your ex-husband. I didn't sleep with him. I did kiss him, but that's all. Well, it must have been one hell of a kiss for you to build all these lies around him. Look, I, I, I promise it, it didn't mean anything. We were engaged. It means something to me. Where are you going? I need time to figure this out. Away from you. Oh, Rufus, please, would you come back home so we can... so we can work this out? Yeah, and so he permanently stays in Brooklyn. For... I am out. But yeah. before that, he goes to floor 24 to see the hot mom. Ooh. He goes into her room, and we don't know what happens after that. Yeah, so that is Rufus. I'm um, we'll get to the event. Yes, so the event. That is an episode wrap on Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, the the event, the the ball. So it is the French ambassador's daughter's 18th birthday extravaganza. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's so extra. It's intense. Yeah, so uh, at this event, uh, the, the, new, the new drug thing is that Serena, who does not know that there are drugs in the jacket... Damien gifts her the jacket and she, and he's like, hey, you can wear this like beautiful jacket to the ball. And he expects her to like take it off when she gets there to coat check. And she's like, no, I really like this jacket. Plus, it's a gift from you. I'll just keep it on. And he's like, what? 
Serena, I love your jacket. It's so beautiful. Yeah, actually, let me help you with that. No, it's okay. I'm gonna keep it on. It's so pretty, and it was a gift from you. It's so sweet of you. Glenn. Right. And then it turn then it takes a turn because then he has to get like weird then, you know, it comes off really pervy. Yeah. He's like, you should take it off the jacket. You should really take it off. She's like, Okay, this is getting weird. I'm just gonna wear this. Yeah. It was a gift from you. From you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just still like trying to make Nate jealous. Yeah. And so Nate's like so they're like dancing on the floor and Nate's like looking over at her and like Damien and like being mad that they're together and like Nate this is your fault fam like you were like I don't want to go to this with you like you could have gone with her um and this is like an interesting thing like I I always just assume that everyone rich knows everyone else but Blair is introduced to Damien oh yeah and like they didn't know each other they just like had no idea who the other one was I was like that's like really interesting because I just assumed that they knew each other because Serena knew someone who's rich and why shouldn't Blair Right, um, and they have like similar crowds, but I guess they don't. So now these two worlds are colliding. Interesting. Yes. Um, yeah. So like, like we said before, Damien gave this jacket to Serena, which has all the drugs in them, and he needs to get it off of Serena so he can like make the, you know, the switch. Yeah. So and, is is it like that she's wearing that exact same jacket? Yeah, like it's a jacket that um some fat some French fashion house uh, is like debuting on her on the on the princess. Okay. Or the ambassador's daughter whatever whatever her title is. And so he, they're going to make the exchange and Serena's going to get the real one. Uh-huh. Whereas the other girl's going to get the pills one. Yeah. But they have to make the exchange, and Serena has no idea this is happening. Yeah, and Serena's like, I'm just going to wear this because it's my my gifted jacket. From yeah. Damien. And so Damien, Damien is trying to, you know, be coy about it. It's like, you should take it off. You should take it off. And it comes off very creepy because, yeah. of course, it does. Yeah, because Damien's like, you know, like creepy, creepy. face. Yeah, he's creepy. <laughs> he's so creepy. He's so creepy. And. Um, and also any guy who like, you know, demands you take off your clothes. Like, yeah. Right? Like, oh, come on. You're, you're at a party fam. Like, yeah. What are you doing? It's, it's, it's a little, little nervy. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, uh, this story ends as most stories do, uh, with a sexual encounter. In the closet. Yeah. With, so Nate, Nate, like, I think he punches Damien or something like that. He's like, or like just says some like rude stuff or like well, I don't know. He's- no, what happened is, is that like Serena like kind of backs off because Damien's being creepy and so she's like I don't want to be part of this. So she like avoids him for a little bit. Oh, I'm and thinking then- when he punched Trip in the last episode. Yes, um, but Nate he sees Serena and he's like. Look, whatever you're doing, this you got me like jealous. I'm jealous. So Blair, Blair's thing worked. Yeah, because because you, you also forget that like Nate is kind of dumb. He's so stupid. He's very dumb, and so he's also he's a lap dog. He just wants to be you know obedient to somebody, <laughs> and, he wants, and so he's trying to be obedient to Serena at this point. And so he's a lap dog. He is a lap dog. He's oh got like a, I'm just like picturing him like running around and barking after Serena like. Bark, bark. I mean, me. he gets a floppy hair, much yeah. like a Labrador retriever. Like, he is a that, lap dog. That works so yeah. well. He's a lap dog, and he sees Serena uh, with somebody else. He's like, I don't like this. How you dare got, you? you know, I, I'm jealous. Like, let's just blow this place off. Yeah. And so she's like, what are you talking about? I have to go out there with Damien. He's like, forget Damien. I'm here. And they start making out. And it's then they, so boring. And um, in the middle of their making out, she takes off the jacket. Yes, and then finally. They, and then they fuck in, like, in, the, in, the, in the coat closet. So I need, I need to describe this scene. So like, 
in the coat closet they have like they have gone into the coat closet she has taken off her clothes one by one and then they've taken other people's furs and made a makeshift bed out of them on their fur coats in the coat room and they have like they're sleeping on these other people's coats and fucking i guess yeah so um beware when you go to don't leave your fur in a coat room because serena might have sex on it exactly just don't check don't check your coat ever yeah just assume that someone's gonna fuck on it later yep so, um, relation tip. Don't wear coats. Relation tip or life tip. Don't check your coat because someone's going to fuck on it and have a relationship on it. Um, Ew. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They have a relationship on it. <laughs> I'm just saying that's yeah. what that could be. So, and so Jenny ends up yeah. saving the day even after Damien had lost faith in her because he sucks. Yeah. And she's like, look, I got this. And she got, she gets the, the jacket to the ambassador's daughter because she sees it lying on the ground. Yeah, so she sees it lying on the ground and Damien's like, well, I, I ruined those clients. I'm going to probably tell all my other clients and I will be ruined and my drug business will be ruined and I'll never be Paul Escobar. And <laughs> and Jenny's like, what? Well, up you won't be paula escobar but i will yeah. i got this and so jenny she like yells at the coat girl she was like excuse me that jacket you know belongs to the president to the president's daughter whatever her name yeah. is let's assume violet no who cares to the ambassador's daughter take it up and you know make sure that she gets it you know and be be good about it and you know basically just reprimands her it's like oh, i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and yeah then and so jenny, she's gonna give that to the, the, to daughter. the to daughter and so and jay's like yeah i got this told you yeah, she walks off and like sets the whole thing on fire. Pretty much. And Damien's impressed. <laughs> He's like, well, I underestimated what a, you. What a cool girl. Right? She's such a cool girl. <laughs> I underestimated you, kid. Like, I just oh. ima- like, I imagine him, like, I, I'm surprised he hasn't called her kid yet. Yeah. Or, or like, like, sport. sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey there, sport. Uh, sport or, yeah. T- yeah, something horrible and really pandering yeah um, and oh, for sure. so at this point uh damien he's like you know willing to blow off serena because i guess like at this point too he's like fulfilling some kind of weird fantasy that he's always wanted to have is like because i because like him and serena have some history at some point like, yeah i think like, i think it's just that they were friends friends and like he like the way he way he was about it was like i definitely had a crush on serena yeah so like he was fulfilling some kind of fantasy of his being on a date with serena and um, now that that's over, because she's clearly yeah. with somebody else. Uh, fucking on some furs in the <laughs> coat check lounge. Fucking, fucking on, some, on furs. some furs. Oh, that's a band name. Yeah. Or at least a, or an EP. Or a, a novella about uh, a, a romance novella. Mm. Not an entire novel, just novella. A short story for yes. sure. But um, yeah, so Damien's impressed and he's like... You know, Jenny, I should have took you on this, you know, to take you as a date. She's like, yeah, you should, but now you take me on a real date. So yeah. like, she's like, proper industry herself to get into a real date with Damien, which is good for her, if, I guess. She if that's what she wants. Somehow, I don't wants know. him? Ugh. I don't know. I don't uh, know why. Like, I don't I don't, I don't see why she's doing this. I think it's like, it's really hard for me to understand where why she's, she's doing, coming like, from. Well, the thing is, is like, I guess. Is it like money? It's money and power, isn't it? It's definitely power for sure. Just something, you know, a little bit off kilter and edgy because jenny's always been kind of the one who is pushing the envelope and pushing her yeah, boundaries for sure like i mean going back as like as far as back as season one like she's always trying to like you know climb the ladder whatever it is and now that she's reached the social at least the social elite that queen she B. queen b in her high school she needs a little edge because it's boring you know um just going to events and you know going to different things. ordering people around all the time and wearing fancy clothes and couture that's pretty much all that you know uh, Queen Bee does 
in her <laughs> position, I guess, when you're 16 years old. There's only so much you can do at 16. And Damien's given her another, like, facet of what, you know, fast times could be. Oh my guess. God. Fast times on Eastman High, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, Yeah. Going yeah. back to Nate and Serena, they are all giggly and full of life and happy. And they're so in love. They're all like post-coitus and like, yeah, we just came out. That was awesome. And they just grab some random coat. <laughs> and some lady yells after them, like, that's, that's, that's my, my coat. coat. That's my coat. And they're all like, we're in love. <laughs> that's so funny. We're so great in love. I'm sorry for stealing your coat. She doesn't even apologize. She just takes the coat no, and No, they're and just leaves. like giggling. Yeah. It's really strange. Um, and then Blair, Blair, she, um, she was trying to still meet that guy from Table de Terre and she, Le reala- table de terre. but she realizes that, um, that Chuck needs her. Yeah. So she, she yeah, so Basil needs her. And so, um, Basil and, um, Basil and, uh, Blair, they go to confront, the mother about what happened. Yeah, because okay, so Chuck Chuck is operating under under the assumption he assumes that Elizabeth Fisher is his mom because like the locket is. A, I don't think we mentioned this. It's a picture of a. It's her younger, um, holding a small baby. Yeah. And so, um, Chuck's like, "Oh, I guess that must be my mom." Um, yeah. So he tells Blair that, and Blair's like, "No." Um. Yeah. Well, Blair, she like goes because like, they go to um, confront. Elizabeth and Elizabeth lies through her teeth and yeah. Blair well, we don't know if she's lying because we don't know who she is well but no but Blair she's like I want to invent the doe-eyed look like <laughs> you know like all confused like that's my move I can see through you that you're clearly lying so either figure out your stuff or just disappear yeah but like leave him out of this she's pre- she's trying to protect Chuck uh, Chuck Bustle whatever we're gonna call him he does not be named he's the worst anyway He's um, Blair's trying to protect him in some way. Yeah, um, and that's kind of the episode, pretty yeah. much. So we'll be back after these messages. This episode of Gossip Girls is sponsored by Backblaze Online Backup. It's a simple way to back up all your movies, photos, music, videos, and all of your data, just for five dollars a month. It's simple, and you can access all your data online from wherever you are. Try for free by going to backblaze.com/cpc. Now. Back to the show. Okay. And we are back with some fashion. Fashion. Put it all on me. Don't you want to see these clothes on me? Fashion. Turn to the left. Fashion. Turn to the right. Ooh. Fashion. So on uh, Jenny and Serena. Yeah. So they wear, so they both wear this, the the drug jacket, as you can call it. <laughs> it drug is. Drug jacket. It, <laughs> It is a bolero jacket. A bolero style jacket is uh, something that was very popular in, I think, 2007. <laughs> um, and for some reason is in this episode. But it's like one of those really, really crop jackets that's essentially just sleeved. My friend once called it sleeves when we were in college. <laughs> and she's like, I was like wearing a, a tank top and it was cold. And I was like, I don't want to wear like a jacket or anything. And she's like, why don't you just wear sleeves? And I was like, what the fuck? And so she gave me her bolero like cardigan. And I was like, this is awesome. But it was 2007 and it was popular around then. Yeah, I just see them like I whenever I think about those crop jackets too i think of those like weird crop sweaters that ballerinas wear yeah and like like, the bolero jackets were just so uncomfortable like i don't know they they moved with you weird like they didn't move in a normal 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 way and like patches of skin would always get like like cold (laughs) based on how you're moving the skin that sounds so gross i know it's just like like that that part between like your like uh your boobs like that 
like underarm almost, mm-hmm. but like I don't know, that would get exposed a lot. Ugh, that yeah, so gross. yeah, it's really disgusting. Um, so like this had like I don't know, it looked it had like things sewn to it that looked like really dull coins. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know, it was really ugly. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Um, Jenny's outfit looked incredible. She Love looked like Elvira. Her outfit. She looked like Elvira in the best way. She looks really good in black, and so like so mm-hmm. she shows up to the Super ball. Vampy. Wearing this like uh this like overcoat that has sequins on the side and it's just very very gorgeous, and then her dress is like this like it it has like a spider web type mm-hmm. netting on the neck, and then like it's got sequins all over it and it's just like it's she's so also, pretty. She's also Avira, like it's so fantastic. Yeah, it's it's very witchy for sure. Oh, so good, so yeah. many goals. Um, yeah, that's all. The f- I I love that jacket so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Want to talk about music? Uh, yeah, so one of my favorite songs, like, of the early, uh, well, the late odds, or early teens, I guess. Anyway, doesn't matter. This band, uh, the XX, they're from England. They're still doing stuff. They're great. But this is from their first album called Crystallized, and it's such a good song. Like, it's just, the bass line's one of my favorite bass lines. Anyway, um, they're they were really popular in 09 and 2010 because um, they're just someone described them as like a hipster's wet dream. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, well, like they were all these things, like all these trends that were coming coming up in like in the indie rock scene during that time. They kind of personified all that, and there were these three weird, awkward English kids, and they all kind of looked like all kind of looked alike, but they weren't. I wasn't really sure, but um, <laughs> they're fabulous, and they still make really good music now. They just came out with an album last year in 2017, so um, the XX. And then um, this other song that was really popular this year, too, that came out. It was in every commercial. I feel, I feel like it's in commercials now. Um, Jangling by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. We've heard them before in the show with the song Home. And uh, Which one's home again? Home. I am home. Home is Was that in Garden State? I feel like no. I, are you sure? Was this I'm band positive. in the Garden State? Nope. This this band came out like in oh nine. Garden State came out in two thousand four. Oh. Yeah, this is like way after that. But mm-hmm. home is like home is where I'm wrong with you. Home, I am home. Well, this is their other song, Jangling, which is a big popular song. Mm-hmm. Um, was in a lot of commercials for sure. So good for them. Probably buy houses with that money. Yeah. Um, gossip girl money. Gossip girl money. What, what has happened here? <laughs> um, Otek Lotek. Oh, timey jeweler. Oh my God. So with this weird accent. He had so there's a jeweler and he exists and he looks like he is in there also from the 1950s along with Elizabeth Fisher. Definitely, he looks, he looks like Mr. Rogers' brother. Oh my god, it's just so funny to me that he's like he wears a sweater, a red sweater vest on top of a uh, blue and white striped shirt with a, a bow tie. tie. It's a bow tie. Yeah, so cute. Like, I can't tell you about my clients except. Oh, money? Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> I like money. Money talks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, stray observations. Yeah, so I have a few stray observations. Me too. Um, so when Blair is talking to uh, Serena about about Nate, she goes, "Sexting isn't sweet. It's off limits until you go on a date." <laughs> Which, like, <laughs> they haven't been on a date yet. Yeah. 
Um, another stray observation I had is uh, Blair was uh, like at the beginning of the episode, she was like trying to seduce Chuck and she's like wearing an Anna Karenina outfit. And she and I, I think is it Nate that walks in on her? Um, and he's like, what are you doing? And she goes, it's Anna Karenina. Don't you never read it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, my answer observation. So like I had a, um, actually I had an Otech low tech, um, observation when Serena's like, text me your number. How is he going to text your number? He doesn't have your number, Serena. <laughs> <laughs> I was really upset about that. Like, what about, how's he text your number? You don't have it. You don't have his number. How does he have your number? Cause you threw it away in the second episode, Serena. That's what happened. So like, I was very upset about. Oh my God. That's so funny. I was really upset about that. And, um, hold on. Let me make sure. Um, okay. Um, and then, <laughs> Um, Blair and Dan giving life advice simultaneously is my religion. Because <laughs> 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 uh, it is. It's um, true. I, anytime they like do things oh, simultaneously, together. Oh, just so good. So good. So here for it. Um, what else? That's it for me, I think, as far as extra observations. Yeah. Um, want to read the episode? Yeah, I give this episode a uh, six and a half. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like I thought it was kind of boring. Yeah, it's definitely a filler episode for me. I gave yeah, it a, I gave it a five. Like I didn't care about really anything that happened in this episode nothing except for like really happened. Nothing really happened. I think it was just like we need to like get to twenty two yeah. and we need to get there at some point. It felt like like the only thing that this happened like there were minor steps in everything. For sure, I think very, the big reveal. Minor. Yeah, I think like, the big reveal of this episode was like what's going on with Basshole, but like who cares? What was yeah, going on but also family. it wasn't really a reveal because like I think we all assumed that from the last episode. For sure, but it's it's more or less like pushing that storyline forward. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I guess a five for me and a 6.5 for you, Soups. Yep. So on that note, that is the episode. We'd like to thank Cards Against Humanity and Some Office for their equipment. We're going to give a huge shout out to the Chicago Podcast Co-op cool. for their sponsor this week, which is Backblaze. Um want to thank our podcast collective, Post Loudness. Post Loudness. Which is a podcast collective featuring shows hosted by people of color women and queer identified folks you learn about them at postlawness.com you can follow me at share musings on twitter me at kale hummus you can follow the show at gossip girls pod or like us on facebook um face. yeah the book face the social networking site book face <laughs> and uh you can send us emails if you have a question about it we're trying to we like to feature like a special segment for a q a so if you can give us any questions you might have you can send them over to us at gossip girls podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on the twitter you can slide into our dms if that's your vibe no one has slid into our dms no especially one. not sebastian stan yeah what the hell he especially has not slid into my dms oh my gosh so i've been so mad so i've been following his instagram he wears calvin klein underwear i found out from his instagram stories not from personal stalking oh my god it's fine (laughs) (laughs) so like my personal stalking for at least for the instagram stories what i figured we have to do now is just go to comic con Yes. I'll have a recorder rolling while we go Perfect. to the meet and greet. And we'll then have we to just think like, of some questions. Yeah, we'll have to think of questions immediately within like the, the two minutes we're given or whatever for the meet and greet. Like, look, you're, we're literally recording this for a podcast. Can you answer us some like rapid fire questions about, you know, uh, Carter Basin? And I think that's how we're going to get this done. Otherwise, I don't really see how it's going to work. Yep. But on that note, um, you can um, you can see us next week. We'll be right back next week. Back next week. But until then, you know, you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls.
post-loudness. Audio.